T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Oh, Richie. Seltzer actually, you know, played the Star Wars theme. You know, at the end of, like, half the Star Wars, it all goes good. And at the end of, like, half the Star Wars, it all goes bad. So... Kind of the formula. Time will, yeah, it is kind of the formula. <laughs> time will tell. John, let's hope this is more like a four or a six, not a five. Not an Empire Strikes Back and, you know... Galactic Empire rules, and anyway, we get fired in 18 months. 18 months. Wow. 18 days. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Jody Cameron, John Ritchie. Uh, hey, welcome to the new morning show. We're so happy to be here again. We uh, certainly honor the legacy of Angelo. The, the send-off on Friday and Thursday was spectacular. The engagement from you know, all the callers, all the guests, uh, all the sponsors. It was, it was really a magnificent week last week, and we are obviously thrilled to be here and, and looking forward, hopefully, for, uh, for many years to come. Uh, to, to providing a great show for you. That's certainly the intent. I mean, look, with the hammer on Friday, 745, beat the hammer. Oh, yeah! I mean, you guys know the deal. Obviously, it'll be a form Run! of, that's right, a form of dominance, you know, Friday morning with beat the hammer. So, we'll so, see. So, so, how many wins? Hey, hey, how many wins am I bringing over from uh, like the midday show? You think that anyone else knows your record yeah, but you. you say, uh, like two-something. I think, yeah, 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 209. Wow. Yeah, 209. Mm. So, we'll, we'll get to that on Good Friday. Job. We'll have some fun with that. Now, unfortunately, John, the Eagles had a lot of wins in the regular season but not the last one. And uh, as Rhea just mentioned, John, in the update, uh, Jonathan Gannon talked to Peter King. There's a lot of interesting notes from, from Peter King's article about it, one of which was, and tell me, John, if this makes you feel any better, l- less blame for Gannon or, or not, or you know, less blame for the players or not. Uh, there was a play that, that first of the two touchdowns that the Chiefs scored in the fourth quarter where the player was wide open. Obviously, it happened twice. So the first time was just a couple minutes into the fourth quarter. Place called Corn Dog. Who knows why it's called Corn Dog? And what uh, Peter King writes is the following. He says, "I can't fault Eagles players and coaches for Corn Dog. How could Philadelphia have seen this coming? Kansas City had called it one time all season in the second quarter of the season opener, coincidentally in the same stadium against the Cardinals." He goes on to say, "Andy Reid had called 1,242 plays." over 19 games without opting for corn dog, which, of course, was a uh, jet motion reverse. John, does that make the people that are blasting Gannon, should they back off a bit on that basis? Or is it, hey, dude, all is fair? It it, it contributed to an Eagles Super Bowl loss, and you didn't do your job? Because he says he didn't do a good enough job preparing the guys, and I guess it's technically true, but 
that play speaks to that. Does that they, does they that lessen it though a little bit, John? Uh, no, because then they turned around and did it on the very next series. That's the problem and right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had okay one time, fool me once, then you know, yeah, fine. Shame uh, on somebody you couldn't remember the end of the line. Yeah, I yeah, I know, I can notice that second one. And and <laughs> we talked last week. I am convinced that second one was not covered up properly because our offense did a poor job of possessing the ball. It's a very interesting point. They went point. three and out. Yep. They, you know, that, that was the third and two and fourth and two that they punted away. The defense being on the sideline for just a few plays, it's unlikely that they actually got to all of those DBs and tried to, you know, reiterate how they're going to play that motion. So, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. The fact that they got us, that they burned us twice, that, that makes that, – that, I blame I blame Gannon. Yeah, but well, I do think he had a tough situation from a time frame perspective. Goes to show you the the excellence of Reed. I'll tell you, for all yeah. the people that bang on Andy Reed, like he's a bum and all that. I mean, you're talking about a coach that had a play dialed up that he hadn't used in four months, five months really. Started the regular season, pulled it out. It got the Eagles, and it it's significantly contributed to the Birds losing a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl, which I'll just say again, eight days later, I don't feel any better about. I I just um, you know, between the fumble between the overturn of Devontae, between the field. I mean, someday I hope to feel better, and, and I guess the intensity of it will recede to an extent at some point. But there are some moments in Philadelphia sports history, let's be real, we just don't get over. For those that are older, I mean, you got to be 70, 80 years old at this point. 64 fills, 77 fills with, with Black Friday. Obviously, that game completely turning around, you know, near the end of the game. 93, listen, we love 93 fills, but the end was a disaster with the decision to go to Mitch and, and obviously the pitch. And I love Mitch, but I, I just didn't think his arm had it at that point. I thought it was a huge mistake. 0-2 Eagles, final game at the vet. 0-4, Donovan, what's up, dude? There's like eight minutes left, seven minutes left, six minutes left. Like, you got to get on it. There are some losses we can we can deal with and say, hey, other team won, better team won. Shaq and Kobe beat us. It happens. Sometimes we don't get over it. And in my opinion, this 2022 situation – 2022 Eagles with that Super Bowl, with the lead, with the better team, with the better roster, with all the nonsense that happened, flag, field, Devontae, and for some people, Gannon. I'm not in that camp, but a lot of people are. I don't think I'll ever get over it. 215-592-9494. Go ahead, John. The thing that makes this so hard is because we were so close, the the only thing that will truly make this better and gloss over it and smooth it out is winning the whole thing. I do feel better this week, slightly Why? better, because I I believe we have the guy under center to go and win the whole thing, yeah. and I believe he, you know, the things that he'll say, like, you either win or you learn, like, I think that's really the way he's wired, and I'm positive he will learn from this, I'm positive he will improve and continue I agree. to evolve, and yeah, yeah, we're about to pay him, it'll make, for, you know, fielding the rest of the team a little more challenging. But I think with the experience, with, with the guys who, uh, who've who been there and done that and gotten this close, I we were the best team in the NFL this year. We're not going to – we're in a good spot. I mean, with a great They're in a good spot, but you know what? Hurts can't – if they lose Bradbury, he can't play corner. If they lose I don't, Har- Hargrave, I don't expect, he can't look, play tackle. If, if, if bringing in a uh, man-heavy defensive coordinator doesn't tell you something – uh, doesn't tell you that Bradbury should be prioritized, 
I don't know what yeah. would. Well, we'll see. Let's go to the phones. How do you feel eight days later? Do you feel any better? Or are you like me? Not at all. Not at all better. Mike and Berwin. What's up, Mike? Good morning. How are we doing today? Doing great. We're doing good, buddy. You know what? Glad to hear you guys first thing in the morning. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, pal. Uh, I still haven't gotten over it. You know, I keep looking back, and just like John just said, I mean, they were the better team. Yes. And I guess my problem is we don't know what team they will have next year. They're going to lose guys. Yeah. Going to lose and, a good number of guys. You know, I sit there and I do put a big part of the blame on Gannon. Well, Gannon and does – listen, Gannon does deserve blame. I think he's gotten blamed too much from this standpoint, Mike. There's a lot of players that let Gannon down. I thought T.J. Edwards struggled. I thought Bradbury and Slay struggled comparative to how great they typically are. Um, you know, I, I don't remember Fletcher Cox doing anything. Um, you know, the field obviously was a huge, huge factor for a defense that otherwise got to the field. So I'm not saying Gannon had a good day, but I think those that are blaming him so much are, are a little off base Like there. me? Yeah, like the, you. The defensive exactly. rotation. They nope. shortened it in the second half, nope. and they were clearly tired. They, and, they they were tired at the end. I mean, they listen, they, there weren't many snaps. and are still such a small number of snaps. Yeah, exactly. I don't buy that too much. All right, Mike, give me a great answer, man. I, we're hoping we're not one of them. Give us a bad replacement. Rob Manfred. So he replaced um, Bud. Bud Selig. Oh, yeah. Which, honestly, shockingly, yeah, he's a bad replacement. I agree with Unbelievably. you. Unbelievably. Won't be probably a winning answer, but it is a notable answer. Speaking of answers, guys, we got to come up with an answer, too, uh, as, as a way to obviously introduce ourselves to, you know, this audience, meaning, uh, you know, a couple hours earlier, John, than we're used to doing the show. Some people very familiar with us. Some people perhaps not familiar at all. There's quite a bit to get familiar with. We had in the six years of our show a number of things in the midday that stood out as wacky moments, crazy audio, absurdities. Um, coming up in about five minutes, we, we got to kind of start sprinkling in some stuff from time to time. I like this. The Yuck now, It Up Mondays. Yeah. So shout out to Yuck It Up Mondays. I mean, John, we were doing this oh, back in the pandemic nice. yes. when there was like no sports content. We we're like, we got to yeah. play audio from back in the day and try to entertain people. All right. So, John, we've had a lot of absurd moments through the years. Um, what are we going with here in about five minutes? We got all the times I mispronounced names. We got oh. we got Seltzer with the North Pole South Pole absurdity, which can't, was I can't wait for the new audience to hear that one. That's going to be great. And it's an embarrassment. Yes. It's an absolute embarrassment. <laughs> Ray, when you hear all this stuff, you're not going to believe it. It's absolutely crazy. Um, we got the chicken about, wings. Uh, yeah, got, the chicken wings epic. Yeah. What about when you lost your mind and you dropped uh, the f bomb? F bomb. No, you, you did not. So oh yeah, you did. Yeah, live oh, on the radio. Yeah. Live on the radio. We have it bleeped out, and it did not air. Yeah. That day, but what you will hear is our reaction. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> that's another classic. That one. diet, your diet. Yeah. When you explained your diet to the world. Yep. That diet and chicken wings are per- my personal. All right, so, so you pick it. What's today? I mean, I think chicken wings is like if we're really trying to show people the show and also who you are. I think chicken wings is I, the move. I think that's probably appropriate. We'll get to that coming up in just a couple minutes. Let's go to Shirley right now. What's going on, Shirley? Good morning, family. Good morning, friends. Welcome. Welcome, Joe, Thank John. You. Hey, Rhea. Hello, Cheryl. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to hold back the tears. Whew. Give me a second, y'all. Yeah. So, um, Shirley, you don't, was, you don't feel any better, right, eight days later? No, listen, um, I, I've been holding it back. I've not been talking about it, which is not good. But going to church yesterday, you know, everybody want to give me a hug, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is not good, y'all. Y'all making things worse. Um, 
people that, you know, calling me, texting me, saying, you know, we got it, we're going to get them next year. members i said leading up to the super bowl jonathan gannon he mixed the players he used their potential he put them in positions for them to be successful and i see that on on super bowl sunday well the defense for- struggled no there's no doubt the defense struggled and he's he has said very clearly he didn't do a good job but i'll say this shirley a lot of players let him down and let the fan base down. And it's not one of those things, and Shirley, thanks for the call and thanks for the kind words. It's not one of those things where, John, I, I don't feel anger. I want to be clear. There are times a Philadelphia sports team loses and I feel anger toward a player. I felt anger to James Harden last year in the playoffs. I didn't think he tried his hardest. Quite simply, I did not think James Harden tried his hardest. I didn't think he was in proper shape. I didn't think he ran back on defense. Now I'm glad to see a better version of Harden this year. Yeah. I do think he should have made the All-Star game. I really do believe that. And so we'll see where things go come this April, May, and June. This is not a scenario where I'm angry at players for not trying harder. But it's like a parent. I'm disappointed in them. I I mean, I expected more. I thought T.J. Edwards was, like, really good. At least pretty damn good. He had a a rough Super Bowl. T.J. Edwards was on his heels the whole game. Totally. Because he didn't – it felt like we went into that game expecting Andy Reid to do the Andy Reid thing, which is throw the heck out of the football, throw it flat, and they didn't do that. They had a balanced attack that forced T.J. to go through his reads and step up first rather than, you know, drop into his zone. He was off kilter all day, and you've got to give credit to that coaching staff for putting our defenders in that position. And he puts a lot of mental strain on defenders. Yes. And he really does, and he did it to Edwards. There's no question. Let's go to John in New Jersey. Hello, John. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, congratulations on the new show. Look forward to listening to you guys for a long time. Thank you, John. Absolutely, guys. So uh, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit better about the Eagles. I mean, obviously it hurt all week last week, but yeah. coming out on the other side now, we have a really good base to start off with. We have a good – uh, good amount of cap space, draft picks going into this year. I'm starting to feel a little bit better, and honestly, being a Philly fan, I'm kind of getting more used to the losing these games than winning these games. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, John, you, you go back. After the Sixers won the title in 83, the four teams have been in the title round quite a bit, and they've only won two titles. You know, 08 Phils and, and 2017 Eagles. That's it. And there's a lot of losses in there. A lot. It's brutal, man. Right. And get- Getting a lot better at dealing with them now. Mac McClung, though, uh, with the Sixers. Yeah. We should be very excited for this guy, supporting this guy. I mean, this is probably the highlight of his career. I don't know if he'll ever make it back onto an NBA team, but that was amazing what he did. It was. And like they said, he may have single-handedly saved the dunk competition because it was horrible last year. Yeah, and it's been horrible a lot over the last 10 or so years. Look, what he did was was absolutely incredible. It's just a weird thing because he's not really an NBA player. I mean, he plays in the D-League. He played in two NBA games. The whole thing's bizarre. John, give me a great answer, man. Hopefully we're not one of them. Who or what was a bad replacement? Cam Newton replacing Tom Brady. That's a good answer right there. That's a really, really good answer. Rhea, do do the 76ers have an obligation to play Matt McClung in a game to make it less phony baloney? Uh, Obligation? No, because there's there's the dunk contest. Nobody cares about it. So what, they have to put him in a game just to make it legitimate? Well, this well maybe. I mean, this is where – so, listen, I, I thought it was highly entertaining. It was. It, it was, was fun. Absolutely it was. was fun. But it's also 
what are we doing here? It can just be fun. Yeah, that's exactly. It can yeah. just be fun. John, that may be the best thing you say all morning. <laughs> all right, coming up in uh, in 60 seconds, you're going to hear some classic audio from us through, from our midday show. A little bit of a way to introduce you to, to sort of the way we think. That's in 60 the seconds. The way you think. Yeah, that's true. Join me now. Get all the thrills of the casino right in the palm of your hand with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Slots, blackjack, roulette, table games. Get them all with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that I recommend, and you've got to take advantage of this deal. New users get up to $750 bonus plus 500 free spins when you sign up now. Bring the excitement of the casino everywhere you go. Don't miss this limited time offer. New users play now. Get up to $750 bonus plus 500 free spins. With the win with all your favorite casino games, ready when you are on the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. All right, Jenna Cameron, John Richie, again, uh, we honor uh, Angelo. Oh, John, you got a disclaimer? Go ahead, buddy. You must be 21 and older or and in PA or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So we honor the uh, uh, legacy of Angelo. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I remember <laughs> such a joke. The first show that Jay Leno did after Johnny Carson. He didn't even mention, he didn't even mention, Angel, he didn't even, yeah, he didn't mention Angelo's name. On air. <laughs> he, he didn't mention Johnny Carson's name on air. Now listen. It's unbelievable. If we didn't have love for Angelo, we could do that, but we wouldn't because it would be stupid, but we do have love for Angelo. And I mean, listen, what he did over these, you know, 30, 33, 33, right, Ray? 33, correct. 33 years was incredible. Last week was, was awesome. To everyone listening, perhaps, perhaps to us for the first time, we welcome you to this, the new WIP Morning Show, and we certainly uh, will aim to uh, entertain you for uh, for many years to come and have a lot of fun. Look, here's the deal: it's it's real it's real simple in a in a basic level. We're gonna ride the highs, and we're gonna and we're gonna deal with the lows because there's gonna be a lot of highs, and there's gonna be a lot of lows. That's the deal with being a Philadelphia sports fan. In between, hopefully, there's a lot of laughs as well. Now, we had a lot of laughs on our midday show on a lot of topics, and James, every once in a while, we, me, <laughs> just kind of stumbled into it inadvertently. Yeah, no. what it really is is it's us stumbling into something you say and then reacting to the to the insanity of it. Then usually. it causes a lot of problems, and sometimes it goes on like five years later. By the way, Jaws joins us in ten minutes on the Eagles. Ron Jaworski in ten minutes. So James, set this up. This is five years ago. We were doing a Facebook Live pregame show, so it didn't air on WIP. It aired on WIP's Facebook Live account. Correct. And the Eagles are getting ready for that. And John, it was a memorable game. Eagles Panthers. That game, Nigel Bradham was great. Fletcher had a great what game. What a game. What a game. You know, that felt, 2017. Like, that felt like when we started to really feel it. That was I, the breakout game. I yeah. agree. Yeah. That was because it was a Thursday against a pretty good team. Yeah. I think Carolina, I think, was 4-2. and two. I, I think they were both 4-1, actually. Might have been. Yeah. Might have been. And it was really impressive. What was less impressive was my knowledge about chickens before <laughs> the game. Because we're doing a show. Wings are around us. And all of a sudden, all hell broke loose. Seltzer, roll the tape. I mean, have you ever thought about that? You order, let's say you order 12 wings. Now, how many wings in a chicken? Two? Two per or four? It's two, right? <laughs> that's six freaking chickens. That's just for one person's order. No, chickens have four wings. All right, well, then that's three. Then that's 12. That's three. That's four. I mean, a plate is like you're eating three, four, five chickens on one plate. Everybody's plate all across the country. You've never thought of that? John, you never thought of how many chickens that is? Do you really think that chickens have four wings? Two or four. I don't know which it is. Is it two or four? Is it two or four? Oh, which is it? I, I guess it's two. We're back to two. 
Yeah, it's two. <laughs> you all right, Seltzer? No, clearly I'm not all right. Oh, my Joe, God. Think, just think about a chicken. I mean, like, <laughs> think about any bird. Do they have four wings? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> what do you mean? That's a bird. <laughs> Does a bird have four wings? They two, right? <laughs> well, that's why I said it for the first time. I know. Well, I don't know if it's like a, a two legs and two arms kind of thing. Well, yeah, they have legs. A chicken has <laughs> legs. Also. Well, I don't know. I, mean... I know you don't know. That's what's so weird. <laughs> that's what's so weird. Hey, Joe, what was the score of the, the Flyers game in, on September 10th? Uh, 1982. Boom. They didn't, they didn't play. Does a chicken have four wings? Season had I don't know. <laughs> and there it is. I mean, listen, sports knowledge, I got that, Rich. The animal kingdom, not my thing, man. Uh, very clearly. And and the, the most amazing <laughs> part about this is is you'll discover that Joe does not learn. Like, when there's an embarrassing <laughs> yeah. moment like yeah. that. And guinea Joe, pig. Oh, I've heard yes. guinea pig many times. Like, this Still. could happen again. Like, yeah. this exact conversation could happen again. That one I've learned from. Many others I have not. <laughs> that that one I now do know. But you, but many you know others. guinea pig? Uh, it's a little creature guy. <laughs> little creature guy. Let's go to the phones. Jaws joins us coming up in about eight minutes. Let's go to <laughs> Sean and King of Prussia. What's up, Sean? Yo, what's up, Joe? How are you, pal? So, Joe, Joe, chickens, they don't fly, though. So are we sure they even have any wings? That's a good point. Did, did, did they, hop, they hop off the ground a little bit? They're like an early plane just trying to get a few feet off the ground and they go right on back down? Joe, what? imagine Al trying to pitch the wing bowl to you and you are trying to tell Al <laughs> that there's four wings to a chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al would have probably smacked me. Oh, man, I can see you trying to budget that out. Yeah. yeah. Sean, what do you got on the Eagles here, man? You feeling any better yet or is it still exactly the same for you? Oh, kind of like seltzer. I'm, I'm like not thinking about it, and then you know Monday morning rolls around, and you know what else am I going to think about? Because I turn on sports radio right away. Yep. So it's just it's it's in your face unless you run from it, really. And the more you you think about it, the more you you think about other plays. There was I can't remember the exact play, but I think it was before. Uh, I think it was third and four or third and two, and. You could tell they weren't going for it on fourth down because they usually go for it. When they go for it on fourth down, they'll maybe, like, run, like, a third and four or third right, and five. Right. And not only did they not run it, but they ran, like, three, like, deep slants and go routes. Yeah, on and third down, Jalen got chased out of the pocket. He got he chased out of the yeah, yeah, I know. What is going on? Well, and also, why, Sean, that's a, that's a part that hurts me, too. And, look, I know it would have been risky. I, I'm not disputing it. But, you know, Doug went for it. You know, about 10 yards further down the field. And yes, it was a fourth and one. This was a fourth and three. But I just felt the game, the way it felt, required Sirianni to go for it. And I think he missed the moment on that one. He should not have yeah. punted that ball. Soon as, as soon as he punted the ball, I thought, oh, this is not this is not good. You know, Kelsey said that's the play that sticks with him the most because he said he thought of he should have changed the protection. Yeah. And he decided not to. Yeah. He said I mean, that's the one that sticks with him the most. Oh, it's a killer. No question. Play action, and you know you got Goddard on that side, and, and he goes opposite the formation. It's it's the fake, you know, inside zone where he's cutting off the backside. So as he went away, you got that linebacker coming right clean in the ghost area where he would have been. Yeah, and no one picks him up. It was a disaster. Sean, give me a great answer. Who or what was a bad replacement? 
Yeah, just real quick, those, that's, those two Super Bowls were so similar that the one glaring difference is Doug Peterson went for it on fourth down in his own territory. I'll give you two glaring differences. That fact and that no Eagles defender in this game really made a, a second-half yeah, play. And to the extent they did make one, a flag came out. Sean, who was a bad replacement? All right, well, this was – everything was going great. I mean, we were we were going to – Ned Stark was the, the hand of the king. Mm-hmm. Robert Baratheon was doing great, and then he got a bad hunting accident. And this little, little brat, Joffrey <laughs> Baratheon, comes through. What a great answer. So the world of fiction. Yeah, I mean, Joffrey was a disaster <laughs> in Game of Thrones. Now, I will say, though, uh, Baratheon was not great yeah, either. Yeah, he was messy himself. He was yeah. messy, but he wasn't a, a you know psychopath, you know, murderer. He wasn't a psychopath. You know, yeah. He was a murderer, probably, but not yeah, a psychopath. Yeah, murderer, but not a psychopath. Not a psychopath. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey. Mike, you're on WIP. Good morning, buddy. Morning, crew. Hi, Mike. Sleepy Joe with the energy this morning. How do I know this isn't Conklin doing your voice? You know, uh, very simply, because Conklin has not yet been able to master my voice. That's how we know. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And listen, Mike, don't think we're not going to strongly challenge him on that. I mean, it's the great Joe Conklin. He can't even get down the hammer's voice. Ah, Yeah! How hard is it? Come on! Well, I'm not going to go for it, but... You know, I, I, I didn't think you started at 530, but I did call at quarter to six so that, you know, thinking I would get a hold of James to wish you guys luck and yep. uh, success in your uh, morning show you. Uh, following you. You know, I did start with Angelo back on 610 WIT yep. and uh, with Al and uh, Mike Missanelli and all those good guys. And so it was a legend, and you have a, a tough act to follow, but I'm confident in your ability to be able to do that. Thank you. Look, it's it's us as a group. It's not me. I mean, I know a lot of people sort of focus on me, but believe me, we, we're a team, and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it. Uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun, Mike. I really do. It looks like you're going to have to do some afternoon games now. Those evening games are going to be a little too late for you. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Listen, we're gonna. that's going to be a big part of what we do. For those in the morning, if you don't know, you know, we would go to Phillies games, we'd go to Flyers games, we'd go down with about 30 listeners. Great way to get to know everybody, create some camaraderie, and uh, we fun. will do that, Mike. I can guarantee yeah, you we will do that. 
Yeah, fun times. You know, uh, he thinks it's tough wearing Eagles stuff to the Sam's Club. You should try wearing your Flyers gear to Hell's Kitchen. (laughs) Uh, First thing you got to do is find Flyers gear these days. Hey, Mike, give me a bad replacement. What do you got? I'm going to change the answer I gave to uh, Jimmy, and I'm going to say powdered eggs are a bad replacement. Powdered eggs. For regular (laughs) eggs, I guess? Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, sure. I guess. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that ain't going to win. It's not no. a. I guarantee Joe's never had. Power. Never. <laughs> I would tend to think you are probably correct tend about that, think. sir. Let's go to Scott and King of Prussia. What's up, Scott? Hey, good morning, guys. So happy to hear you in this spot. And uh, welcome. I'm, I'm excited for everyone to get to know the giving tree and to, to, <laughs> to hear you guys all together and uh, just pay attention to what I've been listening to for a couple of years now. So welcome. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, um, you know the 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 loss is kind of like um, right now. It's like a toothache. It's like a bad toothache, and it just won't go away. It it requires all of our attention. Um, at some point, that toothache is going to be fixed a little bit by the dentist. Whether that is another championship for us with Jalen, um, whatever it is, it's going to get better. It's never going to go away. There's always going to be that um, scar from it, just like there is from all the big games in our past that we've lost. Uh, for me personally, the 2002 Tampa game yep. will never go away. Never. I mean, that, that just was the most deflating loss for me personally because I thought that was going to be our first championship. Well, so um, Scott, so did I, but I'll say this, man. To me, this is in that category. This is there, man. I mean, this is – Amongst the worst because we we did not expect them to lose going in. We did not expect them to lose at halftime. We truly still believe the Eagles had the better team. And there were a couple things like field and flag and Devontae overturn that I just don't think we're ever going to get over. And it's the Super Bowl. And, well, well, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I, that's I know we thought we'd win the Super Bowl if right. we beat Tampa Bay, but this was literally the Super Bowl in our hands. Exactly. Scott, give me a big answer, man, for a bad replacement. Um, I, real quick, real, before I go to that, I know you, you want to get everybody in, but the McClung kid, the thing that I love the most about it, I just want to say, is that this kid had one moment in the sun, yeah. and he made the most of it. The same way that Nick Foles stepped up and go down, he made a moment. That, that kid might never step on the NBA court, but he'll always have that moment for the rest of his life, well, and Scott, he made the most of it. So now I'm thinking, next time we come back from a break, Seltzer's going to have to play. No, Whitney Houston, one moment in time. (laughs) I was thinking lose yourself, but sure, yeah. (laughs) Scott, give me an answer. Bad replacement. Bad replacement. Okay, so this guy was uh, touted to take over for Mike Schmidt, um, and Rick Shue did not fit the bill. No, well, he didn't. Listen, that's a a tough spot. No one knew. No, everyone knew Rick Shue wasn't going to be anywhere near Mike Schmidt. I think, I do believe Rick Shue played the first game after Schmidt, I think. And then it was a little bit of Chris James, and then a couple years later they moved to, uh, to Dave Hollins and finally settled the position down. But it was bad there for a couple years. Uh, coming up in 60 seconds, we're one minute away from Jaws. His thoughts on the birds, Ron Jaworski in 60 seconds. Hey, Jada Cameron here. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. This is not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds, 
Tax.com. The team of tax attorneys they've put together, they're highly trained in this little-known pa- little payroll tax refund program, and they've already returned, ready for this, $1 billion to businesses, $1 billion, and they can help yours as well. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, and even those who had increases in sales. To find out if your business qualifies, just go to GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. Click on the Qualify Me and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. All right, Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie here, our first day in the new morning show. Of course, replacing uh, Angelo and Al and, and Jonesy and the whole crew. We got Rhea with us. We got Celsa with us. And we got someone who's going to be a regular contributor on our show, primarily in football season. But you'll be hearing them from time to time in the offseason as well. Unfortunately, it is the offseason. And unfortunately, the offseason started with a thud. The clock hitting zero and a lot of tears as the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. And for more, we turn to our pal Ron Jaworski. How you doing, Joss? Fantastic, Joe. Great to hear your voice early in the morning. Uh, I'm looking forward to working with you and your great team all offseason and regular season long. Jaws, it's going to be a blast. By the way, wait till you hear Rodney McLeod in here tomorrow, Jaws. Rodney's going to be with us from 7 to 10 a.m., and he is going to be spectacular. Um, I will tune in. Yeah, he's going to be great. So, Jaws, let's get to it here, man. I mean, simple question to start, because John and I have not talked to you since the game ended. Now it's eight days later. Do you feel any better yet, or do you feel the same as you did eight days ago? I probably feel worse, um, quite honestly. Um, You know, normally, uh, Joe, you've been around me long enough. I subscribe to that – 24-hour rule, 24 hours after the game, let it go. You know, John knows that's an old player mentality. You can't let it linger. Um, but since it was the Super Bowl, I didn't get back till Monday night, so I hadn't looked at the tape yet. So I get up Tuesday morning, I plug in the tape, and the All-22, and I'm just going through the game in three, four hours, looking at every play over and over again. After it, I, I kind of still felt lousy. Wednesday morning, I got up, looked at the tape again for three or four hours, <laughs> trying, to, trying to get a, a real handle on, on what happened in this game. And it, it was it, 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 it's hard to let it go, and you said it just before I came on. I still believe the Eagles were the better team, mm-hmm. were the better team. They just didn't win the football game. There are a plethora of reasons why. So let's get to those reasons, Jaws. It, it, you know, I know you got the Jaws big board of quarterback attributes and what matters most right on down the line. So what, in your opinion, are the main reasons, and what is the main reason why the Eagles lost the game? If, if I would – there's never one thing. I always, I always, you know, use that statement. Never one thing costs you a ball game. But if, if I, if I would have to single it out, the pass rush, um, that really was the key to the game. And it's, it's been kind of the hallmark of the Eagles' defense all season long: the ability to rush the quarterback. But when you give Andy Reid two weeks to prepare his team for the Eagles' defense, he did a terrific job. I mean, they were pretty much a maximum protection uh, scheme the whole game. And normally in the regular season and in the playoffs, Andy always wanted to get five receivers out quick, Patrick Mahomes making plays down the field. Well, that, they, they flipped the script on that. They went to maximum pro. The backs were chipping before they went out. The tight end stayed in the block. And they stayed on schedule. Their average third down was five yards. And, and you know, they didn't get Mahomes in those, into in those situations where they could turn the rush loose. They had to still be conservative because it was five yards or less. So they stayed on schedule. So I think those are the two big things. Andy's game plan, understanding how to slow down the Eagles' pass rush and stay on schedule. How well did our coaches coach, Ron? Well, I think offensively we were fantastic. I, I, I thought that the offense was, was spot on. I mean, I mean, every position, you know, probably the one negative play was 
was Jalen's fumble to return for a touchdown. Other than that, Jalen was sensational throughout the game. I thought the offense was, was really good. And uh, Steve Spagnuolo did a really good job. I mean, he picked up his blitz tempo, as we all know, Spags from his days here with Jimmy Johnson, the Eagles defense, very creative. Um, and he was creative, but Jalen was sharp. He picked him up. The receivers were, were sharp. The offensive line was good. I mean, offensively, uh, we, we, we were very, very good, very good. Uh, picking up the blitz, very, very good in understanding what Spags is trying to do because he's he's good. But our our offensive group was much better in this game. And and you know when you look at, at the Chiefs' defense, um, you know they're, they're it's a vulnerable defense, and we did take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. So, how do you compare the quarterbacks? I know Patrick Mahomes won the MVP. How did Jalen play comparatively? Well, they kind of they kind of played differently in this game. As I said, you look at Kansas City. Uh, they were normally in a, in a team with five wide, get them out and attack the defense. It was a much more conserved approach. In fact, in, in the second half, they ran the ball quite a bit, which yeah. we all are, you know, our eyebrows go up when we think of Andy Reid and running the football. They ran the football and stayed, and they stayed on schedule. And you know, the, the fact that we could not get uh, to Mahomes really was the big difference. I, I, I think it wasn't, you know, we've heard so much about the field. There's, there's every person that criticizes the field is correct. Um, the field was awful. It negated the Eagles' pass rush, but that's not the reason. That's not the reason the Eagles lost the game, but it certainly was an equalizer in that regard. And, um, you know, it, 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 it just boggles my mind in a game of this stature in the Super Bowl, the field is not in better shape. So, and especially, and why I say it impacted the Eagles a little more, our edge rushers are benders. And, you know, they turn that corner, they dip that shoulder, and they get their body angle at a 45 degrees. And if you don't have your if – you, if, you, if you have a good turf – you can plant and make that move. If the field is bad like it was, you can't get on that 45 degree angle because your feet go right out from under you. And, when, and John, you know, and, and Joe, when you look at the all 22, you see 22 players in every single play. And it was remarkable the number of players that were slipping and sliding and falling down. And in, in defense of maybe the Chiefs arguing on this, I can tell you this Travis Kelsey was running around, so he'd plant his foot in the ground, and he'd be flopping on the ground because he couldn't dig those cleats in the ground. So yeah. It was bad for both teams. So it certainly was, but Jaws, let's just lay it bare. Gut feeling. If it's yep. a normal football field, who wins the football game? I think the Eagles win the game. I agree with you. And, Jaws, yep. that's why I believe when I say the Eagles blew it, but I also say you know the refs and the league sort of took it from the Eagles. That's bingo. I mean – I just, I, I'll, Jaws, I'll never get over that. I will never get over the fact what you just said. I agree with you. On a normal field, the Philadelphia Eagles would have won the Super Bowl. But, 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 Joe, we we also made mistakes that are unacceptable. I agree. You know, the, the That's fair. Layup touchdown passes, you know, late in the game. You can't make those mental mistakes or physical mistakes. You know, but again, there's communication that guys in the secondary are always making. But, but it was man coverage, or as I. As I like to call it, got coverage. You got him, you got him, you got him, and you got him no matter where he goes. And how we can mess that up, I don't know. Just, communication you... certainly comes into play. I don't know what the communication was like while that play sure. was going on on the field. But you can't give up two layups to, to a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. you got to make them earn every inch, and we didn't in those particular situations. Totally got to be better than that. Ron Jaworski with champion. us. Ron Jaworski with us. Jaws, have you seen anything? Because I know you dissect the tape every which way. Have you seen anything to indicate that Devontae Smith's catch, catch, should should have been overturned? <laughs> That's all we're in here coming out. So. <laughs> I mean, Charles, I've looked at this thing. I just I, don't see anything that says, yeah, there's enough evidence to overturn it. 
Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I, uh, you know, I, 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 we all looked at it. You know, the referees looked at it. It was, you know, a long, long review. Um, I, I thought it, originally it was a catch. I thought, you know, in the first replay, I thought it was a catch. I, I will admit, though, I thought I saw when that ball hit the ground, I did detect a little bit of movement, but not enough, in my opinion, as you're just saying, to overturn the call. Josh, how can this loss make the Eagles better? Um, I, you know, I think I think you have to forget about it. You know, and 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 and, and John, I can I can probably give you the, you know, the best example. Uh, our our Super Bowl in, 15, in Super Bowl fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know, we were seven point favorites. We were the better team than the Raiders. We lost. We lost. But we felt. I, I think it's a lot like these guys feel right now. They're a good young team. You know, you're going to be together for a few more years. Hey, okay, we lost. We're ticked off. We're upset. We're all like we all are right now. But there's a you immediately flip the script and go to the positive. Hey, we're good. We're young. We'll be back next year. And our our eighty team went six and zero to start the season. And all of a sudden, some injuries piled up. We made the playoffs. We got knocked out in the first round. So you kind of use you kind of use the loss as an impetus to motivate you for the next season. But at the end of it, it, it's starting all over again. It's hard. It is really. It's it, no matter how good you are, it is still hard. And it's a good young team. There's some holes that need to be filled. There's a lot of free agents. How he's got his work cut out for him. But I think the core, the core team is here. Well, this team's going to be in a position to make a run for the next four or five years. Jaws, how do you feel about the Vance Joseph possibility? The word is he's interviewing for the defensive coordinator spot for this team today. Yeah, I, the thing I've learned, John, is there's a lot of really good coaches out there in this league. A lot of them. Um, I know Vance Joseph from his, from his days uh, back in. Cincinnati working with Paul Gunther and the staff in, 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 in Cincinnati. It's kind of interesting. Paul Gunther's name has not been mentioned as a possible. I'm sh- Jaws, I'm shocked. I said yeah. it last week on the show. I mean, he lives here. He took a year off. Yeah. He's from yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, he's had a 18-19 you know, year run as an outstanding defensive coordinator. I know he's spending his time down in, in Seattle now. He took a year off because he was being paid by the Minnesota Vikings when that whole staff got let go with Mike Zimmer. And he's out there. I, I spoke to Paul, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and he, he has ha- talked to a number of, number of people, but um, nothing has happened yet. Ron Jaworski with us. Jaws, the offseason, tons of decisions for Howie. Hurts is obviously going to get paid. It's just a matter of how much. Who, in your opinion, is the Eagles free agent that is the most important to keep? Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, my quick knee-jerk reaction to that is Bradbury. Mm-hmm. Um you know, because I, I think the way the secondary played this year was much improved. I think he had a lot to do with it. Um, I think he's going to be hard to keep because I think there's always such a demand for uh, corners in, in this league. They might be hard, but I, I think he's played well enough to deserve that opportunity again. Does your answer change if I tell you Bradbury's 30 and C.J. Gardner-Johnson's 25? I, I would put C.J. Gardner in, in that same mix. C.J. Gardner, I mean, uh, he He's a really good player, but he's a good guesser. I saw him get beat a lot, too, So, um, but I, I put him in that mix. Charles, one, one more here, and we appreciate, again, your time. Ron, oh, no worst. problem. I'm looking forward to this, Joe. <laughs> this is going to be great. So, Jaws, let me flip it to not great, and I'm just curious if you've thought about this and what your reaction is to this. Um, most people have probably not thought about this. The Eagles have never had a player who has lost – a Super Bowl with the Eagles, who has ever played in another Super Bowl with the Eagles. The two prior losses, 80, your squad, 04, McNabb, T.O., Doc, neither squad got back. Have you ever thought of that and put another way to lose the Super Bowl and maintain the edge to get back there? 
No, it is incredibly difficult, Joe. This, this, this league is built to knock down the winners. The league, the structure of the league is when you get the 32nd pick in the draft. You know, every, everything is in, in the National Football League is based on equality. You want, you know, you want every team to be competitive every single week. And, hey, let's be real about this. The league has done a really good job of being competitive uh, every single week, every single year. You never know who's going to you know, come to the bottom of the pack and get to the top of the pack. You've had runs of teams from uh, you know, the Steelers, the, the Cowboys, the 49ers. Now the Chiefs are in their run. You know, it just evolves. So it's very, very difficult to develop a team where you, you maintain that longevity for a long period of time. And, hey, that's why, why so much – as good as Howie was last year, there's pressure on him to keep it going now. No question. I think what he's developed here is a good young team, multiple draft choices – there's going to be tough decisions. You know, there's going to be some, some guys that we love and have enjoyed watching play. They're going to be gone. That's just the nature of the business. The average career in the National Football League is 3.1 years. 3.1. Think of that. So think, most guys don't even sniff the second contract. So there's always a tremendous amount of turnover. It's incredible. Listen, this, this team obviously still has a shot, but they got to they got to defy the past to, to get back there, and I hope they do. Jaws, hey, make- hey, Joe, I, but I'll yeah. tell you, you know, the, 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 we we kind of brush over these coaching decisions. Yep. So a unified coaching staff is so important. You know, we we saw it going from year one to year two with this Eagles staff, where there are literally no changes in the coaching staff. I mean, it was a seamless transition from Nick's first year to his second year. All of a sudden, I, I've been in those situations where we lost coaches, and a it, it's a big difference. So. I don't want to just brush that aside. Hey, we lose Gannon, we lose Steichen, we're going to lose other guys. You got to, you better fill the holes properly yeah. and, and get the right chemistry on that coaching staff because that's who the players really, really look up to. So, Charles, let's just tackle this and then we'll wrap. Just for the people out there that think Gannon stinks, and that's a lot of people. What's your message to the people that think Jonathan Gannon was the bad defensive coordinator? I think that'd be, that, you know, that's a knee-jerk, quick assessment, and we, I think we look back to last season, the first seven games when the defense was very bad, and it was very vanilla. But I thought this season, hey, you know, this is just my opinion, Joe, you know, I base it on what I see, not likes or dislikes of people or staffs or whatever, and what the defense does. This defense was very good. It had a very good mix of man-to-man coverage, zone coverage. They were well disguised. They didn't give away the, what they were doing pre-snap. I thought they had a lot of different looks as far as their blitz schemes go, their, their, their designer blitzes where, you know, they come from one side and some guys drop out. Just, you know, disguise their coverages to the quarterback. I thought overall the scheme was very, very good. I thought the performance was very, very good. And I don't think you could blame it on Jonathan Gannon. Just, he, I, I, thought he, I, I thought the defense was very good this year. Thank you for an awesome season with us, essentially in the midday show, wrapping it up on the, on the new morning show. And, and Jaws, we look forward to so many more years with you and being a big part of this. Thanks, Jaws. It's going to be a blast, guys. Look forward to it. Get ready for the draft. There it is. Thanks. Yeah, you got it. Ron Jaworski. And before the draft, free agency. I mean, that it's going to be a boffo free agency. They have some big decisions to make. Yeah. Big decisions. And then the draft thereafter. And by the way, one does relate to the other. If they feel they can get a cornerback at 10, then maybe they're more inclined to let Bradbury go. If they think they can't get a corner at 10, then maybe they're more inclined to keep Bradbury. So it's kind of a puzzle how he's got to obviously maybe figure it out. Maybe they want to trade a pick for a player on a contract. Like, there's sure. all kinds of – All of that. Yeah. All of that. Uh, you're listening to 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia. Joe DeCamera, John Riches. we broadcast from the Tasty Cake Studio. New show. we got Rhea with us. we got Seltzer with us as well. Also, Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary – Huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Find new roads. Armin Chevy.
Eagles.com. Today's question with the Eagles season obviously now done, what are you more excited about moving forward? Is it A, the Phillies season to start in about a month, spring training, and obviously try to get back at it after the World Series run last year, or B, the 76ers, who are nearing the playoffs themselves, jockeying for position. Are they going to be the two seed, the three seed, the four seed in the East, trying to make a playoff push and hopefully ultimately a deep run, which they've still not yet been able to do with Joel. Uh, Phillies or Sixers, you can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter, and certainly you can weigh in on the phone lines as well. Let's go to Kenny right now. Kenny, you're on WIP. You know, guys, and Rhea, last week I was numb from the loss and from it being Angela's last week, and I couldn't really get my arms around all of that at once. I might as well indoctrinate you guys to a morning show rant because now you're going to get one because <laughs> here's what's bothered me more than anything else. Go for it. Because I was in the Hall of Fame, I get calls from all my friends that are fans of teams around the country. And they gave me their opinion of the game. And on top of that, this weekend, I wore all my Eagle stuff to my daughter's soccer tournament down in Washington, D.C., and Redskins fans were coming up to me. And this is what the national fans were saying to me who had no horse in the game. They said to me, you guys got jobbed by that referee call, and it denied us a chance to see a great ending to the Super Bowl. That's the national opinion. You know, I keep thinking about all the reasons why we lost, like Jaws, you can go 10, 12. But everybody else around the country, all they're talking about is how we got jobbed by a ref and it denied the rest of the country the proper ending to that game. To at least give our team a chance to win. And that bothers me more than anything else that that's what everybody else thinks. Upon everything else, how did the league screw that up on top of the field being screwed up? They're in the freaking desert. How is that field wet in the freaking desert? I'm <laughs> Well, Kenny, I, dude, I agree with you, and this is really just confirmation of how we knew we felt. Meaning, if we were the only ones saying this, we Philadelphia fans, like, oh, the, the flag was a bad flag, oh, the field was nonsense. But you're right, Kenny. These have been major national storylines, which is validation and verification that our instincts have been correct. It's brutal, man. It's it's flat-out brutal. Kenny, give me a great answer. Hopefully we are not one of them. But who or what was a bad replacement? The one I keep thinking about is when Coke scrapped the original and came out with the new Coke. It yeah. was so bad they had to go back to the original. Well, it's already been said. you got to give me a different answer. It was? I said it. Different, you said it. Different answer, Kenny. Let's go. All right. I got nothing, man. All right, buddy. Congratulations. Good luck. Thanks, Kenny. Appreciate your phone call, man. Very, very much. To Andy in Deptford right now. What's up, Andrew? Yo, morning, Mr. Bubbles the Camera and John Ritchie. Hi, Andy. What's going on, guys? Lots. Quite a bit. Before I get to my Eagles hangover, you said something earlier kind of interesting, Joe. You got cut from the freshman basketball team? Yeah, coach, coach made a mistake. What, what a joke. You went to a prep school, so you had less kids than a public school. Yeah. And they usually keep a JV team. How the hell did you get cut from a freshman? Well, you must have really stunk. It's, so, I didn't stink. Again, coach did a bad job. But it's even worse. When you really dig inside, you know, John, you get inside the situation. They kept 17 freshmen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I still got cut, even though they kept 17 dudes. Wow. Yeah. You must have been, been extra bumps off. Well, I will I will say this. This was the time in and life the prep's when not a basketball team. The prep's a football team. Let's get that straight. Well, it became a football team. It wasn't at that point in '92. I will say this. This is when, and John, you had the advantage, and I had the disadvantage. Natural skill. I'm not saying it takes a back seat, but physical bigness and strength started becoming a bigger and bigger thing. The older you got, guys like John Ritchie were zipping past me. 
guys like Joe DeCamera look, let's be real, kind of small and puny. What's your excuse when you were a senior and you played on a CYA, CYA team? There was no excuse, man. Well, well, it, it, come on, man. I went, went out there and dominated, man. CY, CYO basketball, man. Love that. You, you, while other seniors are playing high school ball, you're yeah. playing CYA. Oh, we were the come leftovers. On, yeah, we were the leftovers. That's all right. Come on, man. Okay. Andy, what do you got That's on the Eagles? bounce pass. Right, with, with, with the Eagles, yes. I think I, I've been on a sports hangover. Like I, I really haven't been able to listen or watch anything since the Super Bowl. But I think what that game kind of came down to was coaching and player underperformance. Coaching-wise, you know, Andy we Andy Reid was playing chess that second half. We got caught playing checkers. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we never adjusted to their adjustments. Everything from, you know, the quick pass releases to, you know, us kind of just being out coached overall. And then player wise, guys that were performing big time all year just didn't show up in the biggest game of the year. Offensively, Miles Sanders, that was probably his worst game. And then T J Edwards, you guys mentioned it. Oh, I don't see us resigning him. I mean, come on. N'Kobe Dean could do – I don't know if he's going to do just as good of a job, but he'll be about the same for a lot cheaper. Well, yeah, but I'm remember this, same. Andy. You have a, it's, and, and, Andy, give me a great answer here. Who was a bad replacement? Bad replacement. What about Velati Divac in the Kobe Bryant trade? You know, that's an interesting one. Sure, they got traded straight up for each other on, I guess it was draft night 96. It was, draft night. Yeah, Vladi for Kobe. John, the, the uh, T.J. Edwards out because you got in a Kobe Dean thing, to me, is complicated on two fronts. First is Kaiser White is a free agent. Yeah. So you have two different linebackers, and the Eagles generally only play two linebackers. Both are free agents. So I don't think it's as simple as, well, just Nakobe for TJ, because if I had to guess, they'd rather have Kaiser out and keep TJ. The second thing well, is – they're different positions, well, too. Well, that's okay. I mean, Nakobe Dean, I think, is a Will linebacker. That's Kaiser White. And Kaiser White this season uh, – well, I, I was looking. I kept looking for, for big plays. And as the season went on, yeah. did it feel like he wore down a little bit? My biggest worry with Kaiser White when we signed him was, wait a second, this guy's 218 pounds playing linebacker? Yep. And 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 I don't know that it was a factor. I'm assuming it was that, that he's just, you know, worn down by the end of a season because we didn't see the playmaking in the second half of the year that I was hoping for. I, I, that's a huge decision. Kaiser White going to make money. Yep. T.J. Edwards going to make money. N'Kobe Dean fits one of those spots. Like, yeah, which play, do you prefer, T.J. Edwards yeah. or, or Kaiser White? And of course, I think I prefer T.J. Edwards. Well, he was in a bad spot in the Super Bowl because of all the run and all the balance, and it put him in a tough spot. It is so hard to make those reads when yes. you truly don't know whether it's run or pass. You can usually assume. And and then Andy Reid's playing all that up with with the the play action and the mass pro, max protection yep. and man he was just put in a, a bad spot. But Kaiser White, man, Kaiser White doesn't feel like for me feels like he was less valuable this season than TJ was. I I really like TJ Edwards. I agree, and I know he had a bad game, but I expect that they're going to try to bring him back. Well, I agree with that, and I'll say this: I definitely want TJ Edwards back. But where it gets complicated is all the other teams know TJ Edwards better than Kaiser White. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like Kaiser White's going to make as much money as T.J. Edwards. So the Eagles are going to have to pay to retain T.J. Edwards. They rarely lose a player at this stage of his career, you know, after the first contract, if you will. They lost Jordan Hicks after the first contract. They lost Benny Logan after the first contract. That's rare. They generally do a great job locking these guys up. But, you know, in a complicated cap world and with T.J. Edwards having flashed in a way that other teams are going to want him, it's, uh, it's not going to be easy. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.